0: The vibes, another night of NBA action in the books, and you're listening to the Hoop Genius podcast presented by NBA 2K22. I'm in a good mood. Why is that? The Boston Celtics are one win away.
1: <laughs> one, How many more? Just say it again
0: one win away from the NBA final. Like, I don't care what happens from here on out, bro. I really I'm gonna call care.
1: us, I'm gonna call game. You know what I'm gonna call. Gave Sixmo mm-hmm. the real one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as far as I'm concerned,
0: this team that was sitting at 11th in the standings at the start of the year is one win away from the NBA. I don't care what happens next. I don't. I really don't. One win away from the NBA Finals after being 11th in the standings after everyone saying, "Oh, you should trade these guys. They can't play together." one win away from the damn
1: nba finals
0: i can't believe it i really can't believe it and, and the job's still not done and they've still got to win one more game to get there and you never know jimmy butler could have a superhuman performance but the way he's been playing lately it doesn't look likely but credit to the celtics ime Udoka, brad stevens general manager and most importantly the players out there on the court they got it together they took out katie and Kyrie, they took out the defending champions the best player in the world Giannis. now they're taking out the number one seed if they can win game six or game seven they got a chance to close this one out on the at home in the boston garden if not then they've got to go on the road and do it again but they won game five on the road in what can only be described as i don't know how to describe it bj it was I, I, one I, I, of the it's... lowest scoring first halves i've seen in a very long time from both teams and I, I really don't know how to describe that game that we just saw, except for a historical game, because it felt like well, I was well, in, not
1: even in the nineties. I felt like, I was in the seventies. Well in the broadcast, well, I, you know, jokingly, I said, you know, back to the future, you know what I mean? Like, yep. a, it, this was a throwback game. The game has really slowed down to a cross pace. I mean, no one's really running. And I don't know what has happened to the offensive execution of the Miami Heat. Now I know the Boston Celtics have something to do with this. You want to give them credit. And in particular, your guy, the time Lord, the time Lord was sensational. I love how coach Udoka uses him. He allows him to cover space with his length. I mean, this guy had a couple of blocks tonight, which Mo, we need to make, He blocks two corner three-point attempts. He got from the paint to the corner in time to block it. That's – which is incredible. I mean, this is a – I mean, this guy put on a display. I mean, that is a defensive display that I've – you know, that you just don't see often. Marcus smart. I know he didn't have a terrific offensive scoring game. But his presence, but he was there. And how about Derek White? We're always looking for unexpected contributions. Well, we got it tonight from Derek White. Okay. Uncle Al was solid. What I love about Coach Udoka, what he did there in the second half, if he's is that he made sure that his best player, players, touched the ball every single time down the court. That's that's respect. Okay, Mm -hmm. this isn't an equal opportunity offense. If we're going to go down, we're going to go down with our best guys and we're going to depend on our best guys to create offense for themselves first and then create for the team if they're double team. And as I told you early in that, you know, at halftime, oh, I said, you asked me the question. You said, "What, what would I be telling the team? One of these guys are going to have to step up. The offense now is everybody knows what everyone's doing. Mo, we got the scouting report, right? Yep. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum took it upon themselves to create offense for their team when needed most. Those are what stars do, in particular, Jason Tatum. J- Jason Tatum had another slow start. I asked you, <laughs> Mo, why does this guy always start off slow? And we noted early that he just, that's what he does. <laughs> but he plays through it. Defensively, they hung in there. And give those guys credit. You know, Al Horford had a flashback play where I didn't even know Al could still move like that. He took the full court transition, readjusted in the half. Maybe maybe Giannis is rubbing off on the guy or something. You know, I didn't even know Al could do that. Yep. And give those guys credit. You know, Coach stuck with his six, seven-man rotation who played the majority of the minutes. And those guys found a way on the road to come out and win this game. And they had, what, 37 points at halftime or something like that? Is that what they had? It
0: was a horrible first half. How about that? And they had a 30-point third quarter. I just want to let the people know, um, BJ's referencing there, the broadcast, what we were saying during the game. If you didn't know by now, I'm going to remind you one more time. You can watch the game alongside us. You can interact with us, join the conversation, have your questions answered. We are watching the games live and direct. We provide alternate commentary and answer your questions and join a conversation with you guys. Shout out to playback. Shout out playback to playback. is the company shout out to playback. You can check the links on the Twitter page. Just keep an eye over there and I'll be posting up every time that we go in line. We should be there tonight for the Warriors game as they look close out. But let's talk about this Miami heat offense. The Celtics game plan, which has been working very well is early on tonight, you know, the first few possessions, the heat round screen roll, the Celtics drop their big all the way back and the guards fight over and they say, okay, cool. If you're going to beat us, you're going to do it through contested mid-range jumpers or floaters and we're going to trust that Jimmy Butler and his jump shooting isn't strong enough to beat us like that or they're dropping back because they don't want Bam Adebayo getting an aggressive push downhill. Now, credit to the Celtics and their game plan Bam Adebayo must be having nightmares about Rob Williams because the difference in Bam when Rob's not on the floor and when Rob checks in is he's like two different players. He's like two different players when the Time Lord's there when the Time Lord's not there. But then, I think the, the, the other important factor um, for, the, for the Celtics is their switchability as well. Because they have so many guys now that you're comfortable, not saying that for, for long stretches, but for a possession, okay, you can put Al Horford on a guy on a perimeter or you can put but, Marcus Smart yeah. on a big
1: and you live with the
0: result that comes out
1: yeah you, you know what Mo that was interesting was the time Lord didn't start in the second half now that knee was troubling him a little bit yeah it was troubling him but he fought through it but I thought more so than his knee was I I I think I saw Coach Spole go small yep with PJ Tucker at center small. yes and the counter of coach Udoka to go small so that the speed and quickness was, a, was matched up on the court to me was critical i thought that was a critical well, i thought that was a critical move there and then you you bring back the time lord when you start going to the bench because it gave them the flexibility you know, the flexibility i'm talking about al has the ability to play small and play big I mean, he's really a unique player in that way because he's a physical player. And then Grant Williams is a player who plays small, but he's a he's a physical presence. Yeah. So I thought that was the move of the game. And I thought when Coach Udoka made that move, they caught a rhythm because now they were playing. They had the right matchups on the floor and they really took advantage. I think they had a 30 point quarter. 30 to 16 or something like that, or something like that. Yeah,
0: what's crazy is, like, in the in the previous game, though, I saw a stretch of minutes where they had an ultra-big lineup with Grant Williams at the three, Al Horford at the four, and Rob Williams at the five. So having that versatility that Grant Williams offers, I think, is key. Mm-hmm. The Heat went small with yes. Bam Adebayo resting on the bench with P.J. Tucker at the five. And I think they were trying to match the minutes of PJ, uh, of Bam with, with the Time Lord. But what's interesting to me is Kyle Lowry, Max Struess combining zero from 15. Now, Max just went off with an injury. Carl Larry's got injury, but we all know every team and every player now at this point pretty much is dealing with injuries. I'm trying to... BJ, can you name one player in this series who's not struggling with an injury?
1: No, everyone has injuries, but I'm going to tell you something that, that's been interesting to watch struggle. I can't recall most seeing this many air balls from three than I mm-hmm. saw tonight by the Miami Heat. I mean, Mo, I mean, Mo, they were at least what? Four or five? I want to be conservative at least. I mean, just flat out air balls. Like there was a couple of them where there were there weren't a defender around, and
0: some of them, some of them that weren't air balls, they're just bricking off the backboard as well.
1: Oh man, it just poorly missed shots. I mean, it was unbelievable. So, you know, I don't know, Mo. It, it was it was it had a a different flow. Is that a, is that fair? It Had a different yeah. flow to the game. Yep. Uh, we really didn't know what was going to happen. You know, we we took a guess. We just said that whichever team was going to get a run, and that could have been either team. If you'd have looked at it at halftime, I mean, Miami came out and at least they were competing, I mean, which is a huge improvement from game four. But really, they just they laid an egg in the second half and give yep. Boston credit. They came out, played well. They were ready for the moment. And those guys, that was a huge, huge road victory.
0: I, I still can't believe that I'm saying the Boston Celtics are one win away from the NBA finals. How, How about that? The series isn't over. The series isn't over yet, PJ. The series isn't over. And whichever team gets through to the finals is going to have to play considerably better than they're playing right now up against those Golden State Warriors, assuming the Golden State Warriors get there. Because the, the basketball, not just from the Heat, but the Celtics in the first half, their offense was turning the ball over. They were missing shots as well. They just went on a nice run. And you know how they went on that nice run to start the half? The second half started with a play for Al Horford getting on the inside. And the first, I think, like six buckets were all screen involved in the and big screen all involved and roll Screen and roll. the big I mean, just and a simple
1: play. Yeah,
0: the that's Heat that's right. aren't a big team. I, I, sometimes I watch Batman the and, and I feel like maybe he should be like Auntie Davis and play the four, and demand to have a, a, a five man next to him. Obviously, defensively, he can be that five. But, you know, I'd, I don't know. The Heat have got to figure some stuff out. And everyone says injuries, but the Celtics have got a ton of injuries. Jason Tatum, he started off super slow and he was clutching at his shoulder. Which seems to be giving him some real problems as his first like five field goal attempts were hitting the front. But of he the got rib. cooking
1: late. It got and cooking he late. He must though. have just loosened and up. And you know what I mean? It warmed he up. Yeah, loosened. He must, up. must hey, have. Hey, Shaq you see that ball hole. go through the basket? Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> yeah. you, Mo. You see the ball go through the basket and the lip stops. You know?
0: Uh, hey man, every time the ball goes through the basket, looks bigger and bigger. By the end of the night, Jason Tames catching whatever he wants. But uh, it was it was a good win. It was a good win, especially in that fourth quarter, but to get away, pull away. Hopefully they can win game number six at home. How cool would it be to be in the Boston Garden in the NBA 75th anniversary season? And first of all, the, the Warriors and the Sox are two of the original franchises of the NBA. And them two, along with the Knicks, got special 75th edition jerseys this year, which I think would be great to wear for game one of the NBA finals, if they make it there. I don't want to jinx it. But the Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP trophy. To be in Boston with Larry Bird handing out the first ever edition of that,
1: I think that'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know what? I think it's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird in Boston, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I think that. I think yeah, they'll you'll have a, a a tremendous ovation for whoever wins it. I think it's probably Jason Tatum, but I think it's having I, I, Larry Bird. I, I think it's Al Horford. You, you know, I would love to give it to Al Horford. They I'm don't win the would. series without him. But you, I mean, when you look at the numbers, you can't like, you, you just can't. Nah, you, BJ,
0: you, we, we in the analytics here. And no, it, no, no, right? no, 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 <laughs> no. Let me tell you something.
1: Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You and I should have our own award. Yep. You know, we should have a, for, the, you know, just appreciating effort and energy for the, you know, the role players. You know, we always look at the star players and, and look, those guys, they're driving the bus, you know, as, as our guy, Charles Barkley would say. But I am yeah. gonna tell you something, Al Horford, hey, he, he's keeping that bus running. And right now, Al Horford is, is a huge, huge part of the success of this franchise, much appreciated because 99% of us are role players, <laughs> whether we want to admit it or not, you know? and al horford has displayed a level of professionalism that you just have to appreciate because he just brings it and when you start affecting the game and not scoring that to be is that to be just says it all about who you are as a player and because everyone who plays the game knows how difficult that is you know cuz we all at some point were stars or in our own way you know everyone was a scorer at some point al horford was a scorer i mean al horford was an all-star in this league for many years i would never have described him as a scorer though oh yeah Young, when he was younger oh yeah he could score the ball though
0: no he could score he, it but he wasn't like a scorer does that make sense like he's always been a very well-rounded player yeah I, i'm talking about before before
1: the nba oh okay if florida yeah yeah it like college high school, high yeah. school. Yeah, at some point you, you trust me, you being a role player in high school and college is not going to very rarely is it going to get you to yeah. the yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Dennis Robin was a scorer at one point. Patrick <laughs> you know what Beverly I
0: mean? was putting up 40 point games for fun. Yeah. That's what in I'm saying.
1: Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Pat Bev is another prime example. I think that's why these guys really understand defense because we, you have to really understand offense you know, then when you are a good offensive player, it gives you an advantage on the defensive end. So, uh, but shout out to Al, shout out to the team. I mean, they've, they've really done an exceptional job and they have one more game and, um, you know, they're they they, they they're very close to their goal, which is getting to the NBA finals and ultimately have an opportunity to win it.
0: Well, if you get a whole for the dress, we'll put together an award for him. Cause I feel like Uncle Al deserves some sort of award after what he's done throughout this play front. But, but Carl yes. Lowry... Zero points once again. Zero from six from the field. Zero from five from downtown. What's
1: he shooting for this series? At? It's abysmal. I, I don't want series. to look at it.
0: It's going to be under thirty percent from three. It will be under thirty percent from three and probably around thirty percent from the field.
1: Yeah, I. I, I I'd
0: his be fifth, shocked if
1: he's made over.
0: My man five Josh or Everly seven. is saying this is his fifth playoff game in his career with zero points and his seventh. Kyle Lowry, seventh time oh. going zero from five or worse from three. Like I said to you yesterday, I don't know if it was on a podcast. I don't know if it was on a stream, but that, that's just how much a championship changes the narrative around a player. Because all of a sudden, it's Kyle Carl a championship player because they won that chip. If it wasn't for that, I think the conversation would be very different around what that guy is doing. But we have to respect him. Um, we're going to have to see if the Miami Heat can bounce back. Is there a hope for the Miami Heat to win game six on the road in Boston, BJ? I
1: don't see much. You know, stranger things have happened. But based on what I've seen, okay, and I'm just going to go by what I've seen. I'm not going to go with heat culture and well, heat culture clearly ain't showed up. You know, grit and all those things, right? Okay, all right. We 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 understand what what's in the past and in the DNA and all of those things. Based on what I've seen, I think this team is defeated. They look like a defeated team, and. I don't know if they believe they can beat this team. Based on what I've seen, Mo, I'm telling you, I can't recall when I've witnessed or watched um, a conference finals, and I don't know what the other team is trying to accomplish, especially on the offensive end. Mo, I can't. Mo, when you get to the conference finals, you're a pretty well all machine. You pretty much, you know, you have a style of play. You pretty much have a rhythm. You pretty much know, you know, who you are. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what the Miami Heat are trying to accomplish or where they feel they have an advantage, what they're trying to do on the offensive end. And it's, it's, it's the only thing they look like they can do is if we get a stop. We can, yeah, transition. Just things they like they do. We could transition basketball and we look like we can offensive rebound. Yeah, other than that, Mo, they're missing like, so many shots. There's so they're many,
0: there's, they're missing so many shots. There's so many chances for offensive rebounds. The difference is in game one, Jimmy Butler had 41 points, game two, he had 29, and then since then, he's had eight points, six points, and today he had 13 points. Now, I don't know if he's injured or not, but if he's not going to play like a superstar and play like a true MVP for that team. Then they don't have a chance in it, and if Bam Adebayo is not going to be aggressive, then they don't have a chance in it. And if Jimmy is injured, he don't have the explosiveness. He can still find the switches. Like he did a great job earlier in the series of targeting guys like Derek White or Peyton Pritchard if he's into the game, and just using his size and his strength. But if those two guys aren't getting it going, they really can't. They, they, now, I'm gonna tell really you
1: what I did see though. Well, I'm gonna tell you what I did see, Mo. If 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 I'm Coach Spo, mm-hmm. I'm going down with Bam. To, today you know how he was the I, only one watching Miami heat you, when you watch the Miami heat you I at least me but maybe others I always think it's Jimmy Butler's team you know what I saw today Mo It's BAM's team it's BAM's team it's it's BAM's time to shine now it's been uh, it, Jimmy you you can ride but now BAM you got to get up 25 shots. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. No, he, he
0: needs to. That's the only chance.
1: Know, like, 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 part of being a star is I have to get up 25 shots. That's part, that's your job. Why? Because you're going to get the ball probably five to 10 times a game with five seconds or less. You got to get up a shot. We can't have the 24 seconds. So you got to get up 25 shots. If, if Bam can get up 25 shots, I feel pretty confident he'll make 10 of those. Mm-hmm. Okay. He'll get to the free throw line and then we'll play from there. That's to me, that's the only thing that I see. Now, if Bam can come out and get me 20, 25 or 30 points, at least they have a chance. Playing through anyone else other than Bam at this point to me is a lost cause. But that's what I see.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, he has to be aggressive. But like we said, when Rob Williams is in the game, he don't even want to take those shots. So it's going to be interesting to see the adjustment. Speaking of closing out a series, though, tonight the Dallas Mavericks face the Golden State Warriors. We're going to be doing the game live, so make sure you come and check out Playback and hang with us there. Do you see any world in which the Warriors don't close us out at home tonight? They I, I, do. I do.
1: I do. I oh. do see. I do see. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be watching this game. The, the Warriors know the task at hand. When you have someone on the ropes, you take them out. Okay? I love the fact that they played that game for 48 minutes. That, to me, them losing game four didn't bother me. It will bother me if they lose this game five, though. Well, I, I said this yesterday. I'll say
0: it again here. They didn't really lose game four.
1: Yeah, 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 he lost.
0: Martin. They were down lose, 30 and they came back to almost win the game with just their bench players. Like, as in, I don't think they'll be feeling that bad. And I don't think the Warriors, the Mavericks will be feeling that good after that. But the, the series shifts back to Golden State. So they're back yeah. in the chase center. That's what concerns me about the role players, the Reggie Bullocks, the Maxi Cleavers, the Davis Bertans of the world, being able to hit their shots on the road. Now, as someone who is a three-point marksman throughout your career, especially from that corner three, What's the mindset, just real quick before we wrap up here, what's the mindset in going into a road game and why is it so different for role players to hit shots on
1: the road compared to at home? Because the, the, you, you have to play a different way on the road than at home. So it's two different games. It's not So personally, I always enjoy playing on the road. That, that was my theme. I, 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 I love playing on the road. Why? Silence the crowd. It's because because my, my routine was much better on the road. I'm concerned for the Warriors because of the following. When you play in the playoffs, okay, when you play in the playoffs, there's a major distraction, at least for me, in, the, in my era and what I saw, there's a major distraction of playing at home for the playoffs. Because you're at home for an extended amount of time, right? You're at home. There's nothing else going on. There are no distractions. There's ticket requests. And people are coming to the game with an expectation, especially in a closeout game. No one's coming to the Warriors game to see anything other than the confetti. Yeah. Okay. And when you're playing in the playoffs, you you can get distracted, right? Mm-hmm. There's media requests and all those things. When you're on the road, you're in your hotel, your room service comes at, at, at you know, 3.30, 3 3.00, whatever o'clock, you, whatever you do, you got your nap, you put your do not disturb on, you can lock in. You don't have to worry about driving to the game. You get on the bus, you catch the early bus over, you could focus in. You don't have to worry about tickets. It's just easier to play. Mm-hmm. it's easier to play at home you got to get your drip right you got to which car am I going to drive all of these, these guys you know yeah hey yeah I need hey, hey Mo I, I need 15 tickets because this is the game I, I can't miss this game for the gram all yeah. of the Mo, <laughs> hey, you know hey Mo hey hey the, hey can you walk in at 5 30 because the camera wants to get you walking into the arena for for all of us fans to see what Steph Curry's wearing, what this guy's wearing, <laughs> there's a lot of distractions, Mo. Especially in a closeout game, and Mo, you already see this is the thing, Mo that no one sees. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take our listeners behind the curtain. When you walk into the arena, Mo, mm-hmm. you see you see these crates, and you look in the crates, and you know what's in the crates. Conference finals champion hats and shirts. Mm. You see a little champagne on the other side as you're walking in, Mo. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mo. Now. That's,
0: that's what worries that's, me for the Celtics in game six.
1: Well, well I, don't, I it's different. The, the Celtics have to fight for this one. But the Warriors got the lead, yeah. yeah. The Warriors, no one's giving them a fighting chance. You know what I mean, Mo? Mo, you know how you like? You just like everyone's counting you out. Well, okay, you go. Everyone's expecting for these guys to get closed out. Yeah, and the and this is what bothers me, and this is what concerns me. So that game, that game that the 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 the, the, the Dallas Mavericks played. Okay, yeah, they they had some slippage. They did some things, but let me tell you something too. Mo, well, they're very capable. Mm-hmm. This guy Luka Doncic is playing with house money. If he loses, he was supposed to lose anyway. Mm-hmm. If he, you know what I mean. But I'm gonna tell you something. If they get that thing back to Dallas, Mo, <laughs> I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous for the Warriors in this game. Get this over get it over quick get it it's like it's like bo being in heavyweight fight don't mess around with this guy knock mm-hmm. him out
0: mm-hmm.
1: well knock this guy get rid of luca so that's all I that's what i'm hoping for WN. get rid of that guy shake his hand say i'll see you in 22 23 get rid of this
0: guy they they better do because our flights are booked to san francisco so they better not throw away (laughs) this three nothing lead or we're completely screwed okay but we're gonna see if they can knock them out tonight because we're gonna be live streaming the game on playback so make sure you check out the hoop genius swear this evening and you'll be able to watch the game along with us come and join the conversation that's been another episode of the hoop genius podcast with myself and bj armstrong make sure you review leave a like, leave a subscription, all of that good stuff. And I am back on YouTube. I dropped a video on the main channel today. If you want to go check that out, I did a rebuild. BJ, quick question for you. If I took all the NBA players who currently have a podcast, okay? So Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, CJ McCollum, Fred Van Fleet, all these guys, put them onto a roster all altogether. How many games do you think they would win in the regular season?
1: i have no idea i well, have no idea I've, to i don't find out the how answer, to
0: calculate that. to find out the answer you have to watch the latest video on the hoop genius youtube channel so that's what you guys can do once you finish listening to this podcast and until tomorrow or until tonight because we'll be watching the game and hopefully you guys will be there make sure you get buckets